Chapter 1 Three years without a funeral. Now we're doing two in less than two weeks, Ray mumbled. She still felt groggy, although from what Gates and Higgins said, that was probably more psychological than physical. Physically, she was in the best condition she had been in for years, and had baffled everyone. Sam, the poor guy who had drawn the short straw to pull nurse duty for Ray right now, looked at her as if her words were the most horribly insensitive thing that had ever been said on the face of the planet. She supposed they weren't what anyone wanted to hear. That was too fucking bad. Ray figured her options right now were limited to either speaking her piece or screaming and throwing things around her hospital room. This wasn't the first one they'd had her in since she'd woken up from her mini-coma. That one had started out as the rebirthing room, and Higgins and Gates needed it again for its original purpose. Now she was in a curtained-off area in the old Walmart stockroom, not far from the area that had been Dr. Brendan Bloss's lab before he died last week. Seven City wasn't the kind of place that had ever needed hospital rooms before, and now two of the makeshift rooms had been set up side by side. If Ray had gotten up from her bed and thrown aside the curtain to her left, she would see Tommy's prone body still stuck in some kind of inexplicable and deteriorating stasis. It was a condition that Ray should more or less be sharing with him right now. They're going to let me out of this fucking bed when the time for the funeral rolls around, aren't they? Ray asked. Sam shrugged. He looked thoroughly miserable sitting on his stool, not allowed to do anything other than stare at her and make sure she didn't rip all the electrodes and wires monitoring her vital signs off. Higgins knew her well enough to realize she couldn't be trusted to sit still and be their lab monkey. This is stupid, Ray said to him. I'm fine. I'm so unbelievably fine that it doesn't even make sense. Sam shrugged again. He didn't have to give her an answer she already knew, after all. She'd asked the same question to everyone who'd been watching over her. They changed out in two-hour shifts, probably even while she was asleep. It was important, Higgins had said, that they keep a constant watch over her vitals for 48 hours. Over half that time had passed already, and absolutely nothing had changed. Ray was still perfectly healthy. Despite being bitten by a pair of zombies the day before last, she still showed no signs of the animator virus in her system. Sam wasn't really a nurse in any sense of the word, but that was what Higgins had called all of Ray's companions so far. Ray hated the doublespeak. She wasn't stupid. They might as well call them what they really were. They were guards, and not just in the event her pig-headedness finally got the best of her and she walked off. In the event that something did change, they couldn't have a zombie walking around the open areas of Seven City, whether most of its citizens would be immune to its bite or not. Well, if I have to sit in this goddamn bed all day, can you at least go get me some chewing tobacco from the storeroom? Ray asked. I'm really starting to have a nick fit. Sam raised an eyebrow at her. Er, no. A, please tell me that you don't think I'm that stupid. Ray rolled her eyes. She didn't think he was stupid but she wished she'd thought of this particular ploy two hours earlier when Kiki, Seven Cities Carpenter, had been watching her. She would have gone without batting an eyelash. And B, we're all out. Higgins already figured you would ask and had me check before I came here for my shift. Someone must have taken the last of it while you were in, well, while you were away. There weren't really a lot of other people who chewed tobacco around here. Andrea was certain she would be able to track down the culprit if she set her mind to it. The reminder of where she had been and everything that had happened succeeded in shutting her up. So what's the mood like out there? Ray asked after several minutes of silence. 
Normally, she would have been able to keep her finger on Seven City's pulse easily, since she managed its security. But it was a bit harder to keep track of the place's tone while she was confined to a bed. Exactly as you would suspect, Sam said. Everyone's quiet, and if anyone makes any noise at all, it's sobbing. Does that include you? Ray asked. Sam looked down at his hands clasped in his lap. I had my moment late last night, right around the time he would have been joining us for cards. Though Ray nodded, she suddenly felt extremely uncomfortable talking about this. Given enough time, Sam was going to ask her how she was doing, and there was no way she could answer him. Her finger on the trigger, Edward's unimaginable screams of pain, the look on his face through Ray's scope, the way his head exploded when she killed him.